just reality a podcast dedicated to good bad and slightly embarrassing tv i'm jade and i'm tamra and this is our first podcast our first episode um so excited oh gosh we wanted to create a (laughs) podcast uh where we talked about tv but then also reality TV and then also some non-reality TV. So we are here now. Yes, we're here now. And we're so excited to cover some of these shows that we watch. One of the things you'll notice uh, with Tamara and myself is that we have different interests. And mm-hmm. we don't always agree on our perspectives of who we're seeing and what we're seeing and what's happening. So we thought that'd be a really good um contrasting effect for a show so here we are we hope you guys love us um but we're excited to get into it do you want to talk about what we're going to cover today yes so today we're going to focus on married at first sight we'll do a little bit of couples cam and unfiltered and then we'll end with the bachelor with matt james because we don't know what season of the bachelor we're on. <sighs> no idea <laughs> i i think it's like 25 i don't even know that show's been on for forever you could tell me any number and i would say sure yeah yeah Yes, very new uh, viewers to The Bachelor, we'll say that. Yes, my first season was Taisha. Is that how you say it? Taisha? Taisha. <laughs> I think it's Taisha. <laughs> Taisha. Taisha. Again. <laughs> Again, brand new here to The Bachelor. Uh, don't know any of these people. I think I may have watched maybe some of season one when I was very young. Season one? Uh, wow. When was that? Was I young then? I don't really um, know. I feel like that was like maybe, I, I. you know what? Let me not do that. I was Let's not just, lie. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I actually watched The Bachelor with Rachel. Um, the first Who's Rachel? The first African-American bachelorette. <laughs> that sounds familiar, but that was more recent, right? Like they had like white men for a long time and then like started having bachelorettes, right? I feel like the Bachelorette was, you know what? Someone will tell us because really, we need to uh, research. We yeah. don't know what we're talking about, and we are yes. not experts about. I have any no of idea. This. Uh, so yeah, so we'll end with the Bachelor, and then towards the end, we'll do a little recommendations on what shows we're watching right now and what shows are really good. So we'll do that towards the end. Yes. So now we're gonna move into Merit at First Sight. I think we should start with the actual show, and then we'll cover those little side shows that you mentioned, Couples mm-hmm. Cam and Unfiltered. Um. So since this is our first episode, I guess we're going to recap everything that's happened up until now. Which I don't know which episode we're on now. I you'll I know episode four. I think yeah, we're on, that's four. right. We're on episode four, tech, the official fourth episode, not including the kickoff special and the matchmaking mm-hmm. special. So this episode that we're currently on is um, the honeymoon. So everything before that, we're going to try to cover and make it concise. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go couple by couple up until this actual episode. Yes. So I'm going to let Tam take it away and I'll jump in with my commentary as she's describing these folks. Yes, so we're going to start with Brianna and Vincent. Um, yeah, um, so, <laughs> you know, just the disclaimer, this epi- this season of Married at First Sight, just for me, is going to be a challenge. Um, 
it's, it's just gonna be a challenge because I, I just don't know what we're watching here so <laughs> Brianna and Vincent Brianna is 28 she's an engineer Mm -hmm. uh, apparently she's very picky it just sounds like to me she has standards but you know whatever um, and then Vincent is an auto broker not quite yeah. sure what that means not sure either but I have that same note written down <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> like really. it was something I knew um, and I believe that it's someone who like goes out and like looks for the car for you and then you kind of just sit at home and just like he just does all the work I'm assuming but then I don't know how he gets paid so I don't know that's very interesting maybe it's like a commission based thing like a finder's oh. fee that makes sense yeah so Brianna Vincent um I don't know your thoughts um I really like them um so far so good I really like her and he seems to be like super chill the only only thing that kind of turned me down about her was when she said I eat to live I'm like you know I, I like food <laughs> and it seems like Vincent like food too and so she said that and I was like she doesn't cook that's so sad um but yeah, I thought she was really cute. I don't know how much you want me to talk about, but um, I mean, I thought she was super cute. I guess we could just do like our first, um, like our, I guess our first impressions of them before we really get into the meat, I guess, of like the past couple of weeks. Okay. Um, but my first impressions of them were, you know, super cute. You know, they both seemed very eager and willing to do this experiment. So I was just like, great. Um, I don't know. There's something about both of them that I mean they're both they're both very cute and I think they're I think they're just a nice sweet like boring couple which is really what you need it, it, with this group of people um with I th this group of people yeah I think you need one couple that's just going to be very consistent and very normal and I think that that's what they're here to do is to give us some normalcy and I appreciate it I do yeah the only thing I the only negative I have down is he has daddy issues and I'm not even sure which part made me say that. But was it daddy and, and mommy or was it just daddy? Because it seemed like none of his <laughs> parents were there. Well, I guess we're, I, we're sorry, we're jumping around, but yeah. Yeah. I have that down and I'm sure that will come back up later once mm -hmm. I dig yeah. into it some more. But I'm not really sure so far why I have that written down. But aside from that, I agree with Tam. They seem like the easiest couple to root for in this situation, you know, mm -hmm. if you had to pick one, these are the people I'm betting on. I think her friends are cute. Mm -hmm. um, I like that she likes bald and bearded men because <laughs> me too, sis. Um, here for it, you know, and he's Dominican and he has a lot of culture. So mm -hmm. I'm excited to see where they go with that. Okay, perfect. So moving on to Eric and Virginia. <laughs> um so eric um you know i'm torn with eric because he actually seems like a very nice guy but i mean mm. uh, just the constant very traditional very conservative has me a little um uh, concerned uh mm. just because that just sounds like someone when you keep saying that you're very traditional and very conservative <laughs> it makes me think that you're just very closed off and closed-minded and probably mm. racist and probably sex it's like i don't, I don't know it's just it's just a lot of things so i'm hoping that I don't know why that's a personality trait. Like you being traditional is not necessarily <laughs> a personality trait. So I don't know what that means. Um, but on the flip side, he's matched with someone who's not very traditional and not very conservative. Um, Virginia seems like a lot of fun. I mean, like she just seems like a normal 26 year old. Like I have nothing negative to say about her. 
Uh, the only negative I have about Virginia is um, she's just so young compared to him. He's, what, 34? Mm-hmm. And she's 26. And she's 26. And so it just seems like they're at different places in their life. I can definitely appreciate where she is. She's a bit, mm-hmm. uh, a bit more wild, I guess. But again, him tossing this word conservative around kind of has me like ooh maga maga yes and yeah like where i don't were know you on january was that <laughs> where are you on january 6th <laughs> like where were you because it just seems yeah. like now you got a pilot license i don't know if you mm, i don't know if he was were. flying people <laughs> right. to the capital i, I hope not know. no he seems he seems nice but i'm also mm-hmm. wondering like what else is there i'm not sure if they're actually compatible right yeah yeah, I agree. So, speaking of compatible, our next couple is Paige and Chris. Can we move them to the end? I feel like there's a lot here. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna skip towards them for obvious reasons, which is really Ugh. unfortunate. Um, and then move on to Haley and Jacob. I actually have no notes for them. Oh, I had no notes for Virginia first. and Eric. Haley and Jacob. Let me see. I literally put 28 sales rep question mark. And then under Jacob, I literally just put 38. And that was it. <laughs> What's funny is I have 28 sales rep and Jacob is not anywhere on this list. So. Wow. So she's married <laughs> to no one. I think when his part aired, I might have dozed off a little bit. Jeez. Um, I know. And then I came back on and I was like, this is why I dozed off. Uh, but from my first impression of him, I remember like all his like little thing and I was, he just seems like very awkward, kind of anxious, um, mm. kind of insecure also. Like, no. like it seems like, it seems God. like he likes himself, but it seems like he knows that other people might not receive him well, you know, like that he's comfortable with himself and he likes his dogs. Awful. That, that sounds awful. So bad. I mean, and I no, but I hear what you're saying though, because like. It, it, it seems like he's just very kind of, you know, this is who I am. You know, I know I'm weird. I know people think I'm weird. Mm-hmm. I know I'm received weird, you know, yeah. and that's okay. I mean, the note that I have once I actually, I think, rewatched that part was that this kind of reminds me of Jamie and Doug in season one. Really? Um, he was yeah. that awkward? I don't think Doug was awkward, but I felt like the vibe was kind of the same where Jamie wasn't wasn't feeling him initially and she was like really turned Mm. off by him. That's true. And I feel like Jacob said something about he's attracted to noses and I don't I've never heard that before. I don't know what Mm -hmm. it's about. If anybody knows, I'm not quite sure either. Um, You know, we all have our quirks, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking maybe he'll grow on her. It just seems like she's like. She's being patient with it, I guess, is the nice thing to say. Like, she seems okay so far. Yeah. He's not committing any crimes, so. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, he's not, I mean, he's very nice. So, like, you know. He's nice. It's tough to, like, you know, I don't think she's being, like, mean to him or anything. I think Mm -mm. she's just trying to figure out, like, okay, like, why were we matched, per se? Yeah. Um, He's just really quirky. Yes. Yes. And the whole thing with the 80s is a little concerning. (laughs) Just because quirky. Yeah. And it's a very like distinct type of 80s. Like when I think of the 80s, I think of like, you know, Prince and like, you know, that whole like disco, like punk, like funk era. And like, I don't think of this white 80s he speaks of. I don't know. Like, it's just very, it's just different. You know, it's just I do think people have different versions of the 80s, but I think he Mm -hmm. might be trapped in the version of the 80s. Like when he was a kid, like the meaningful things for him. And, like, maybe he realized oh. after that life was cruel and he never, like, 
actually came out of that time period. Life was cruel. <laughs> okay, yeah, psycho you know, like you, <laughs> <laughs> you know how you have like your formative years and you're like, oh, this is a defining moment for me. Right. Wait, so when um, was he born then? So if he's 38, did he grow up in the 80s? Don't embarrass us with this math. <laughs> like, I don't know how old he is. Okay, hold on. Um... <laughs> I, I don't. We're already <laughs> don't nervous. So why are you asking these questions? <laughs> okay, so we'll come back to that. So he probably actually did grow up in the eighties because I mean he's all um, damn near forty. So I just used my quick calculator on the computer just to verify. I promise I was a good student in math. But oh, nineteen eighty-three. I counted nineteen eighty-two. If he hasn't had a birthday this year, but sure. Uh, okay. Okay. So, so he was an early eighties baby, and that means like he was probably having a great time. That's true. Um, that's that's true during the 80s it's very true okay so moving forward to clara is it clara or claire clara clara and blonde hair um Mm. i don't really have a lot to say about clara she just doesn't stop talking it's just a lot of inner it's a lot of energy for me she seems very nice Mm -hmm. um but it's just it's just a lot for me um yeah i like I like them too, kind of similar to Brianna and Vincent. Um, but oh. like, like I feel like they're just like a very like mundane couple. Um, I like her. He's kind of has some some interesting things. Like he's never been in love, um, and then he's talking about you know growing up as a black kid in a white town. Did he ever? So, oh, wait, wait. Did he ever say growing up as a black kid? Did you hear him say black? He said he he's the only black kid. Both his parents are black. Well, yeah. Well, that's actually what I wanted to get into because oh. I did not hear him say growing up as a black kid. I thought I heard him say growing up as a minority. Oh, maybe. I might have just wanted to read like, okay, you're black. and Yeah, and that was know. my issue is that he never mm. said that. Like he said he grew up in a rural conservative area <laughs> around okay. Atlanta, wherever that may be. Mm-hmm. And that I guess he alluded to the fact that there weren't a lot of, um, it wasn't a diverse area. Yes, that's what I gathered too. Especially in that picture of I guess him maybe like in a football game in high school or something with his parents. Yes, yeah. And so, and so once we got into the wedding and he started talking about nationality, I don't even know mm. if we want to get into that now. <laughs> but I was just maybe like, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> I like him, but I feel like there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if he would have, like, agreed to get married if it wasn't, you know. Uh, if it wasn't what? <laughs> well, like, not if it wasn't, but if it was a black girl, I don't know if he would agree to get married to a black girl. I mean, Maybe, I... I could almost say, like, anybody else but a black girl. But I don't know. I don't know who he's dated. It just seems like he hasn't been exposed to a lot of black women. Which is, you know, again, once we get into him, we'll really get into that because obviously we saw his brother. So it's just like, you know, what's 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 happening here? His brother um, moved to Atlanta. That's what happened. Okay. <laughs> his brother said, I'm not <laughs> staying, not staying in, this town. in the country anymore. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so we've covered Haley and Jacob, Virginia, Eric, Clara, Clara and Ryan. I guess we are back to Paige and Chris. First impressions on those two people. I don't oh even have any God. notes on Paige as a first impression besides, like, I'm happy we have some melanated people representing us this season. Um, with Paige, I literally put bless her. Um, yeah. Just because I, I, I just knew she was about to be dealt with some, some foolery. <laughs> 
Um, she says she's an accountant, um, and then also a real. Is she into real estate as well? <laughs> she is recall. into real estate. I think she has some real estate endeavors. I'm not sure what exactly is her position in real estate. Yeah. Okay. So my thing about Paige is that throughout this whole uh, talking head about wanting to get married and a wedding and a husband, um, it was reading because she's what 26. I, I don't have any notes on her from the early <laughs> I think she said I think it said she was 26. I think with her, I'm concerned that she's not really being a realist. Um, hmm. and I and I hear her I hear that her faith is very important to her, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, God fearing, you know, um, scripture, loving the Lord. like I, I get that. and I hear that, you know, I was ordained to be married. I, I was you know, imprinted. I don't know. Like just a lot of the language that she A lot of uses. strong language, like strong religious language. Yeah. Yes. Very strong religious language, which is fine. But I also want her to come in knowing that this is also a reality show. Mm. And I just felt like she was, her expectations seemed very high. I'll just say that. Okay. I, I mean, I feel like her expectations are high, but I'm sure this is not the first time she said this. I think she told this to the experts and they like try to do the best they could. Um, But I feel like maybe the experts should have been realistic. Like we don't have anyone for you at this time, you know, blah, blah, blah. If she said, if she said everything she said to the ex, like if she told us the same thing she told the experts, I feel like they should have been like, we don't have what you're looking for. But I don't know what happened. I did I mean, kind of watch the matchmaking special, but you know, boring. I mean, you're putting so. a lot of faith in the experts for one. So she's I a faithful woman that no, tracks. I, I mean, but yeah, I'm just like y'all are putting these people. I mean, just with the experts. Uh, okay, sure. So having said that, um, Chris, mm-hmm. um, my first impressions of Chris were not great. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I was very concerned because he was very upfront with um, his past relationship. He seems it, very preoccupied with the past relationships. Like, I mean, well, how can he not be? It was it was the same year. He's talking about it a lot. <laughs> it was literally three months ago. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. And I also wonder if he was talking to the experts like this, why did they say, we have a match for you. Like that's, that's an excellent reckless. question, and it's probably the reason why all the experts have their comments off on Instagram because we all have some questions. Oh, we have all have some off. questions here, especially Doctor um, Doctor. <laughs> well, I was about to call that woman Doctor <laughs> Lord um, Viviana. Um, wait, isn't does like she her? Have, I don't. she might be a doctor because you know they got rid of Doctor Jessica or whoever because she sleep engaged to that other guy. Not sleep. <laughs> She slept with him and is now engaged to be married to one of the contestants. Yes, it's true. Um, okay, so yeah, Dodger or whoever, Viviana. Um, I'm. You know what? Whatever. Let's just move forward. So yeah. So with Chris, um, I, I don't really know what to say. How other old than is Chris? I, Did you take a note on that? Um, I did not. I mean, there was just so See? much to say. That's <laughs> overwhelming. For his notes, for my first impressions, I put trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Trauma. Um, last relationship three months ago, uh-huh. and then his barber was not wearing a mask. Those were the Ooh. notes I had. Okay, I had I mean, been been single barely. Did he pregame? 
and engaged at the beginning of the year, assuming we're still in the same year. Right. Of course, in not 2020. That long ago. Yeah. And I guess, like, his family was religious and stuff, too, like, in their little part. But this family set me up, and I fell for it. We'll come back to that. <sighs> we shall. <sighs> but, yes, yeah, so, I mean, that whole engage thing, and even though he was, like, very transparent with it, I was like, how are you just going to marry a stranger after you were just engaged well, to and- somebody else who you barely knew? Well, and also, and I don't know if we want to just get into that, but, you know, there's a whole process of applying for the show that it takes months before Ooh. you start filming. So so we will come back to that. Yeah, because it's okay. just like, I don't understand. Um, so do we want to get into, oh my gosh, I feel like so many weeks have happened. I don't even know where to start. I think we can cover some of the lighter couples pretty quickly. And, like, catch them up right now to where we yeah, are. to where we are right now. And okay, then we'll yeah. come back to Paige and Chris last. So, whoever you want to start with. Okay. So, I'll start with um, Virginia and Eric. Homegirl can drink. Goodness. So, I actually really enjoy Virginia just because she's 26. And, I, I, I mean, I what else is there to do? I mean, like, I just feel like at 26, I feel like her priorities are, you know, having fun and, you know, maybe I'll get married to someone as well who, and then I'll have someone there who wants to have fun with me. Unfortunately, that's that's not her husband. Yes. That's not your husband. (laughs) And just the constant, I mean, just at the wedding, just the drinking and the drinking. And I mean, she drank from sun up till sundown, literally. I think she was really nervous, and I know when they did, like, her dress fitting, she was, um, like, having some feelings because her parents weren't going to come to the wedding, which I guess we'll never meet them, Um, but it sounds like there might be, like, some familial stuff going on there, and maybe she needed to drink to get through the day. I also think she just enjoys drinking whenever there is, you know... Drinks around. Anytime. Yeah, (laughs) when drinks are present, she'll drink. Yeah. But again, she's 26, so... I was really glad her stepmom came to her dress fitting. I thought that was super, super sweet Mm -hmm. um, for her to have someone of her family there as a sign of support. So I don't dislike her. I just think, you know, this is an odd match. Yeah. I mean, and I think throughout the, the bachelorette party, they tried to make it seem like she was throwing up in the bathroom. Um, Mm. But I don't think that was the case. You know, I think she could probably hold it. Yeah, that's why I was just like, I don't think Virginia, I don't think Virginia's throwing up. <laughs> I was like, look, yeah. she's not, um, she's not a lightweight by any means. So yeah, I don't know yeah. who that was, but I don't think it was Virginia. Yeah, you know, so, yeah. editing, right? So yeah, so I think so. Once we got to the wedding, um, the purple eyeshadow <laughs> was a choice, um, and it's interesting because I didn't see the makeup artist actually do that. So I don't know if like her bridesmaids kind of like did something, <laughs> mm. but it was just very vibrant. Um, but you know what? Go big, you know, it's she, her wedding. Right. Like she can do whatever you she do, wants. You right. So I had no, I had no problems with that. Um, he again kept saying traditional dude, pretty traditional dude, his parents, I mean, <laughs> I thought it was super cute at the wedding they were, when they were like, Virginia Lake. And they like, you know, looked really interested in her. I don't know. I just want people to be nice to her. But <laughs> yeah, I do too. I mean, she just seemed like she was having a good time. Again, she was completely wasted. Um, 
did did any of his family notice that she was drunk? Probably, but you know what? It's it's, it's a wedding. You know, it's. I it's, wonder it's if his a, family even drank. That's a good question. Because you know how sometimes at a wedding, like in the bridal suite and the groomsmen's suite, they'll have like liquor back there, but there won't be a bar at the actual wedding. Mm-hmm. So, like, I wonder how much of like how much drinking there was at the actual wedding. Again, it's right. TV, so they could put a bar there, but I wonder that's if his true. family like. Where it's like, no, we don't drink. I'm going to go with no, we don't drink. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to go with that. Um, what did you feel about the conversation they had about her sister, um, who is gay? Um, That's very vague memory in my mind. So basically, she told him that he, again, he prefaced the conversation with, I'm a pretty traditional dude. Mm. Um, I'm very traditional. And she said, and he, I don't know, he asked her if her family was traditional. And she said, yes, my family is traditional and conservative, but I'm not. And she started to talk about her sister, who is gay. And her sister was there, right, with the kids? Yes. And she said okay. that her sister is gay, and those two kids were artificially inseminated. Mm-hmm. And then he said, oh. <laughs> and kind of just, like, made some sort of face of trying to control his face. And then I literally have the quote, I have my own stuff. I don't judge. Oh, is that like my sins are different from your sins kind of thing? I don't know. It it really was disheartening to hear. Not surprising. Mm. But to say that, if, if she's literally telling you to open up, you say, my sister is gay and she's got two kids. I have my own stuff. I don't judge. Like, so is yeah. she doing something wrong? I think maybe because, you know, he's already mentioned how conservative he is. He's trying to reassure her like, oh, I'm not going to judge your sister, even though like, I'm not sure if that's true. Maybe that part didn't stand out <laughs> to me because I was like, girl, that's your sister. You love her. Don't worry about him. Um, right. Yeah. But. I just didn't like how the response was almost like, oh, that's bad. But, you know, I've got my own stuff or like, oh, I don't judge the sinners of the world. Yeah. I was just like, I... In today's age, I wish he would have said something more like, oh, that's great. You know, I'm glad your sister found love. Um, You know, love is love. You know, I'm happy for her. You know, that's great. I can't wait to meet her. But he just he just reacted so stiff. Yeah, I I definitely prefer the stiff reaction to like, oh, what? Like, no, we this marriage isn't going to work. You know, like (laughs) some of those extreme reactions that we've seen from time to time. That's true. Um, so I don't know. I think he, it did like shock him and make him a bit uncomfortable, but I think he probably handled it as best he could. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. him. I guess Divorced. So. I forgot to mention that. That was the first impression I had about him. Divorced. And he's a pilot. So yeah. I'm not sure what that means. Sounds like he's away from home all the time, but hmm. <sighs> we'll see. He also probably sees a lot of gay people <laughs> when he's traveling. <laughs> when he's traveling. <laughs> He's not in an isolated area, you know? Like, if you're, like, in a rural town, you're going to see the same people. But, like, mm-hmm. if you're out in the world, you're going to see a wider variety of people. So I would reckon that he's been exposed to more people. And maybe that's why he's saying, like, oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. You know, I'm not I'm not into him. So we'll see how it goes. Just spitballing here. So Brianna and Vincent. Um, mm-hmm. So Brianna at the bachelorette party. Um, I don't recall her. I don't recall any memorable moments from her. Um, unless you do. I think I just recall her trying to get a drink at the bar and the other girls like not moving. But <laughs> I feel like aside from that, she was like pretty 
unmemorable at that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think for Vincent, the only thing I remember from him is that he was trying to Man. talk to that stripper <laughs> who wasn't really very attractive. I think Vincent just got a little sauced. And yeah, like, I think he was just drunk. Like, I yeah, don't because that doesn't seem to fit him in his like normal state but i think he's right. just like trying to make an awkward situation less awkward by like talking to the girl in the cage so. <laughs> in the cage honestly <laughs> was she in i a think cage or was she just on a pole she was in a cage i think production That's was I probably thought. i think production was probably like talk to this girl yeah yeah i wouldn't put it past them um so for my notes for him um for his groomsmen for some reason i put weird <laughs> do you recall what his groomsmen looked like <sighs> Let me think. Maybe I need to Google. No, it's, it's not worth Googling. <laughs> Why did you think they were weird? I don't know. It was just like there was something about them. Because everyone like on Twitter were like, oh, they're so attractive. And I was just like, are they? Oh um, but I don't really recall anything too crazy from them. I think he was just like, you know, I'm ready to get married. I can't wait to get married. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Brianna, I was really interested in seeing her hairstyle because for some reason I thought she was going to wear it natural, but then I saw them doing a sew-in of what I guess was just like natural hair. Did you notice that? I did see them do the sew-in and I was like, interesting. Look at where, how far yeah. we come in TV. I thought it was um, very interesting. So I guess she wanted it to be natural, but also like have her real natural hair protected if she was going on her honeymoon and stuff. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah, maybe a cross between that and, like, not want... Well, yeah, like, the protection thing. Yeah. I feel like because your natural hair can always get, like, just bigger and bigger with, like, sweat and humidity. So if you get a sew-in, you know, it's going to be generally consistent throughout Mm -hmm. the night. Yeah. I mean, I I felt seen because I was just like, (laughs) you can have your natural hair out, but then as soon as you sweat or get it wet, it's going to puff up, and then, you know, there you have it. So I appreciate seeing that. Um, So some of the conversations I had from them throughout the wedding, um, she said she's pescatarian. Again, with I cook (sighs) to eat. Um, He said, I want to join you. Mm. Um, and then I also thought it was really interesting people in these um, toasts uh, during the wedding were (laughs) were very alarming Um, and Brianna's best friend told Vincent I quote we gonna have to fight fight oh my goodness I need to take (laughs) quotes next time because you're over here pulling out the good details well she was saying that and like you know just making sure he doesn't hurt her or anything but she was just saying if you do we gonna have to fight fight how do you feel Mm -hmm. about that Jade I think that's fair that's your girl like you don't know this man you just met him today but who who says that maybe not for a toast (laughs) maybe not for a toast oh my god I don't I don't to his I point, think that people are just nervous. But to his point, like, he doesn't know this woman. So he's just like, you're going to fight me? <laughs> I don't think he's scared. I think he's like, don't worry, guys. I got it. Oh, gosh. I he was can just take like, it. I think he's guys. okay. He's okay. Okay, well, please don't say. Uh, we don't have to harm, you know, anyone. Like, let's just They're all just, just keep, nervous. Let's just keep it she, cool. She's the baby of the family, too, right? She's like everyone's like younger sister or whatever. I can't even remember. <laughs> I think she's like one of the younger people in her group of people. And mm. so I think people are just protective of her. Okay, great. Alrighty. Well, <laughs> moving on to Clara and Ryan. 
Did we not cover them? Oh, we covered Eric and Virginia. Claire and Ryan, what happened at their wedding? They were just talking. They danced. It was real regular. So their wedding, I don't know if you recall, but she was like stressing and freaking out like right before like her dress, the hem job was bad, which it was. Mm. Um, but I don't know if you recall, but Ryan's vows were very intimate and intense. Uh, I'm going to give I'm going <laughs> to give us a quote here. He okay. said, we need to play a bell every time we have a quote. He said, as the day is long and the grass is green, you <laughs> can count on me. <laughs> and I don't His know if His vows were actually a poem, right? Yes, because before game? that, he was talking about, you know, you were there with me when I fell down in kindergarten. Yeah, it was and- all like, you know, this <laughs> futuristic vision of like, you were in my heart the whole time. Right, which feel. was beautiful, but also very alarming for me it was interesting for somebody who said they never loved anybody to right. feel like maybe he was holding space for her this whole time <laughs> but then to just like wow. insert stranger you know like i could see like if he said it to a woman he had like grown up with hello or, that's why it was like, very alarming yeah like you've like never you been met this person before. you just met this woman and all of a sudden you're giving us this poem about how she's always been with you in that piece of your heart and i'm like this seems very intimate from the man who has never been in love before you know who also had some intense vows that i put a quote in for chris but we'll get there oh god so then um i so yeah so his vows are very intense um yeah so they were talking their first conversation he tells her his last name which is Ubre, which is a creole Ubre. name it's a creole name for anybody who is from louisiana i am from louisiana <laughs> tamra um and so he said something that was so interesting and that this may be a cultural Ooh. conversation where Maybe. he said that technically he thinks creole french would be their nationality wait a um, minute um and I was really taken aback by that because technically, I mean, if you want to get technical, if you are a Creole person, you are of African, French, like Spanish descent, but really you're black <laughs> just to be just, just to kind of like, it, it's a, I don't want to offend anyone, but all my friends who are Creole we see them as black. You see what I'm saying? Like there is no like uh-huh. nationality of like French and, and a Creole. Like, I don't even know. I, I don't know what he's talking about. And as you saw his parents, if you saw his parents in the, in the later yeah. episodes, they are clearly black, right? Yeah. 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 I guess I was thinking like maybe, I guess I've always thought about like French Creole as more of like language culture, not necessarily mm-hmm. like, Oh, this is your, this is your race, racial, yes. ethnic identity. Yeah. Like, I feel a like... A big Cre- part of you, but yes. not... Like, I feel like Creole is more like a... Uh, it, it, it is a nationality in the sense that, like, it's your culture. Like, mm-hmm. you know, your, your, your family is a mix of, like, probably black people, but also with, like, some Indian in there, like, some French mm-hmm. in there. Like, it's, like, a, very much a melting pot. But your race is usually black. So for him mm-hmm. to say, like, our nationality is Creole French, I was kind of taken aback. Um, but it is not shocking that he feels that way. But also when she, because Creole is technically an ethnic group from Africa, the Caribbean, French, and Spanish. So it's mm-hmm. literally like a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. So I think he's one of those people who thinks that maybe, like, that's a race of people when it's not. Mm. 
So question, do you think that he is doing anything he can not to be associated with black? I don't know, because like I said, I do know people who are Creole and who who on one end of the spectrum are just like, look, I'm Creole, but I'm black. You know what I'm saying? Like like mm-hmm. his brother, Chris, <laughs> who is. But you also said like he didn't even say he was black. Yes. He never said that. He never said that. And that's what so, I'm saying on the on the opposite side, I have people who are Creole who don't necessarily lead with their blackness or who okay. who will say they're black, but like you have to pull it out of them, essentially. Mm. And so for me, it's like if I'm explain if I'm trying to explain it correctly, like technically Beyonce is Creole. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like technically her mother is Creole, but we know Beyonce is black, correct? Mm-hmm. So it's not like Beyonce is coming out here and saying, I'm not black, I'm Creole. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's not really what this is. Like Those you're things black. Don't, don't compare or right. aren't comparable. So I guess for me, like that whole conversation of him saying the nationality, I was just like, I don't know how he identifies. Like, I, I don't really, I don't know. Mm. So I would be curious as to see how he identifies because his parents and his brother seem to identify as black. I'd be curious to hear like what his parents have to say yeah me too like would they be like oh we're creole french or would they be like yeah we're black creole we lived in this. yeah <laughs> but I that's I, interesting yeah i interesting think that's a really interesting conversation and i i think a lot of people i'm surprised a lot of people aren't having it because i don't think i think because it is very much a louisiana thing like i don't think anybody mm-hmm. else is really gonna notice like he said that they're just gonna be like oh okay you're i think most people think that he's mixed but he's not he does look very mixed or like mixed passing yeah Um, and his brother does not look the same which makes me wonder like okay where did this kid come from because he looks he looks like he could have like a white parent somewhere yeah i don't know know. because then it's the way he like does his hair too yes exactly (laughs) like it's like what is this and like and i think that's why people like oh he's mixed but it's like that's really not what creole is like you're not mixed so i think there are some conversations that could be had here but when she responded to his last name by saying it sounds like pig Latin. Oh goodness. I was just Put really, I was just really taken aback. I'm going to also say she was nervous and didn't know what to say. Pig Latin. <laughs> maybe she's drunk. Maybe. I, I don't know. I try, I'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt here. It is very hard with some of these things. I remember her saying that too. And I was like, that's offensive. Um, I don't even know what pig Latin is. I mean, I mean, I don't know oh. if I've even heard. I, I don't mean I don't know if I've heard that language in a while. <laughs> okay, like, what? So, for those of you who are also unaware about pig Latin, pig Latin is when you take the first letter of a word and then put it at the end of that word with a, like the letters a y. So, oh god, that if I was worse. going to say, like, give me a word, help me out here. Um. Johnson. Johnson. I would say Anson J instead of Johnson. So you just kind of like rearrange the letters. It's like not a real language, but just like a little sneaky thing you can say. I don't. That almost to confuse people. Actually, she could have kept that. Yeah. So I don't know. But again, he is very passing for something that maybe (laughs) he is or isn't. I just pulled him up and I forgot to mention his ears. Um, oh yeah they are very pointy they're pointy but he looked really cute when he had the little hat on whenever that Mm. was it's been a while since i've seen him with that but he did have that on one point and i was like Like, okay and like i said i prefer um the other (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> the okay. The brother. The sibling. Okay, so Paige, I think that covers them. <laughs> yes, that covers them. I want to get off of Ryan yes. and his family. Wait, did we cover Haley and Jacob? Was there more? Oh my god, him? I completely forgot. <laughs> See. <laughs> See, okay, so oh basically all that's happened. I will catch you guys up because Tamara forgot. All that's happened is Haley has looked very uncomfortable in most of these scenes. And Jacob has been uncomfortable as well and has talked about his diet. He eats steak and eggs all the time. He's talked about his backyard. He's done a lot of home improvements. He's very proud of his home improvements. He does those all the time. Mm-hmm. He talks about the 80s all the time. Graphic tees, fanny packs, that kind of stuff. So you guys really haven't missed anything. He talks about this to anyone he meets. And Haley's just kind of there looking looking a little uncomfortable like she hasn't had a chance to talk. Um, but those are the three topics he talks about yeah. just kind of over and over again. She's very patient with him and is not redirecting him at this time. Um, but other than that, she hasn't really done anything. Yeah. So I have in my notes that he really is passionate about attraction. (laughs) Um, and I actually don't mind him. Like, I actually really don't mind Jacob. Like, I feel like he's just, like you said, like just very awkward. Um, and I think he just needs someone that can actually like kind of work with that. If you will. I think she'll get there. I think she's like really playing it cool and, eventually like she'll mm-hmm. you know be a better like banter partner for him i hope so because she's not really i mean he's not giving her much but she's also not really giving a lot either so i don't know about these two i will say that she was flying down the aisle <laughs> like her and her dad <laughs> like i swear she was running um maybe and I they thought, were late <laughs> and i thought her dress was super classy um I felt like this is where I felt like he went wrong, Jacob, because mm. at the when they were standing up there, um, she seemed to be like very vulnerable. And she was just like, I'm so nervous. Like, this is crazy. And he kind of clammed up and was not really saying much. Yeah. And in that moment, I wish he had kind of just like came out of his shell because he really was just staring at her. Yeah. I mean, I think he's like just naturally like nervous. Yeah, but I mean, to your point, like, she don't know him, so she's just like, I'm sitting here, we're on TV, there's cameras everywhere, I'm telling you I'm nervous, and you're sitting here just staring at me. I wonder when his last relationship was, because he just doesn't seem like he's, like, very, like, partnery, like, I can comfort somebody. He seems just like, you know, I'm going to manage my feelings, you manage your feelings, and then we'll hang out, we'll have fun, we'll watch an 80s movie. Well, I don't know, he just doesn't seem like he's had anybody close to him in a long time. Well, he did say that she was majestic, which I thought was beautiful. Um, Interesting word choice. Someone did say I'm majestic. Um, Never heard that compliment in my life. But he also did say that he just got a passport at 38. Okay, but that's because he knew he might go somewhere. And he said he's been to some territories. But again, who has he had to travel with? Jade. I'm defending everybody. <laughs> He's just got his first passport at 38 years old. When you live in the 80s, you don't need a passport. You are He's regularly transported somewhere else. All right. Okay. Okay. And and I'm saying this because I really do enjoy him, but like that that was a cause for concern for me. That's a red oh, flag. Oh, wait. That's what I know about Haley. She's traveled a lot. Okay. Yes. Yes. Because remember she said that for Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, she was in Germany or something for Thanksgiving. Yeah. One of those holidays she likes to go like 
out of the country and right she yeah wants to spend with her family and mm-hmm. that's when he said i just got my passport so i mean i guess he's got it you know in, in preparation he's ready to travel with someone i don't think he's had a travel <sighs> partner though probably because he's a little awkward i think I he'll suppose. go places though i can see him totally going places and being like oh i remember this from this 80s movie and you oh, know god yes because that's what i want to hear <laughs> wonderful <laughs> I can see that happening. Okay, let's get to the headliners. Ugh. A lot's happened with this couple. As you know, we're going Paige, into Paige and Paige and Chris. Chris. We're going to bless Paige and her patience. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to lead us in prayer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did you close your eyes and bow your head? Oh, I goodness. thought you were going to lead us in a prayer. Listen, I have a quote for us to start us off. You guys ready? Okay, ready. This is from Paige. She says, God cultivated me. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> God cultivated me to find love and bear children. Is that the end of the quote? That's the end of the quote. Yes. Okay. End quote. Yes. Well, you know, the thing about Paige is I believe at some point in her life, she really got deep down into this Bible (laughs) and that's (laughs) not a, not a bad thing, but, um, if you guys watched the the Bachelorette episodes, she seemed ready to go, um, so to speak. She was, you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she, I don't know. It was just a little bit of a contrast from, like, how into the Bible she was and then, like, how sexual she was. And I do believe you can be sexual and be godly, but it just seemed like it could easily send the wrong signs to, to people like her husband. Um, I mean... We didn't even, I don't even think he will be able to get there with her because I don't think she's going to be comfortable enough to even be able to let her guard down with him. But what are you talking about? I mean, yeah, that's true. What am I talking about? Because that ship has <laughs> sailed. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. That ship has sailed. Ooh, I was a little um, concerned. Yeah. Bless her. Okay, so I so like notes, I said, Paige was ready to go. Yes, she was very <laughs> optimistic. Let's say that because she said that she prayed um, that someone you know would love her. Um, two people created by God to come together. It's not just an experiment. Yeah, well, I mean, I think she she really prayed and she believed that the experts brought her this person. You know, use their discernment. God sent Chris to her through them, and so once you know they. We're married. She was ready to go. She had been ready to go. She had thought about it. Got her lingerie. She was super you excited. Said you're ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't she want was you just out here. No, you're paying her. You're. I feel like you're portraying her as this like sex craved um, no Christian, and that is no. not true. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. What Look. I mean is she seemed very ready. <laughs> Stop saying ready to go. (laughs) I just said ready. I didn't say ready to go. She seemed ready to be with her husband. Okay. Not necessarily. She didn't say she'd be like out here sleeping with every Tom, Dick, and Harry. That's true. That's true. Very focused on her husband, and she seemed very ready for him. I just don't think she realized who her husband would be at Mm -hmm. that at that time when she saying when she was saying it. She didn't know who her husband was, so I think she had this vision in her head of like my husband's gonna be this godly man. I can't wait to give it to him. That's true. That's true. yeah i'm not saying she's as open for everybody no no no, no, no that's no. true and i mean honestly like there was a whole montage of like chris praying outside Paige's family yes. praying inside the holy spirit is talking to me if she's pretty and saved it's a wrap i mean like, there was a lot of christianity language happening. yeah 
And I was excited for her, too, until I met him. Right. So. So once we got down the aisle, um, I knew. My notes are about him. I knew that Chris was not going to be attracted to her. Mm. Um, and I and I say that because I think I know well, the types of women that he's used to. Ooh. And I'm not saying that there is like a colorist thing. I'm, that's not really what I'm saying. Because um, um. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's necessarily colorism. I think he's just used to a certain type of girl. And I don't know if she is that. I picked up on that too when they introduced him or when they said like they were a match. I was like, he's not going to be attracted to her. Yeah, I knew it. I was like, he's not going to be attracted to her. And it's not that she's not attractive. It's he's shallow. (laughs) But let me ask, do you find her attractive? I think she's attractive. Do you think she's pretty? Is pretty not attractive? No. Pretty is not attractive. I think attractive is like, when I think of pretty, I think like, cute like she's pretty like she's like Mm. she's like a super cute girl super pretty girl but if I'm attractive to you if I'm attracted to you I feel like that's more of like not a sexual undertone but it's just like I like I really like what I'm seeing I feel like for just her face there's nothing there that I would be like oh this is bad this is bad this is bad or like this is unattractive like Because I feel like her body was talked about a lot. And that's where I felt really disgusted. But like, if it was just like a headshot of her, I'm like, yes. Like, who wouldn't like want to date her? She's not, you know, like a a ethnically ambiguous girl, which I did Mm -hmm. think there was some colorism involved when he was discussing like the kind of women he dates or who he's into. I was thinking like, he's not going to like her because she's dark skin or whatever the case may be. She's not petite. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, typically, not typically, some guys have this really strong attraction to, like, smaller, petite, lighter, you know, curlier-haired mm-hmm. girls. And she's not unattractive, but yeah. I think she, if he saw her, he probably wouldn't approach her. So I'm coming at it from a different lens because I actually, I don't find her attractive. Mm. But... I also, but I do think that if they had switched spouses and if it had been Brianna, I think he likes Brianna. Yeah. I think he would have actually had a connection with her, which is why I don't necessarily think it's colorism mm-hmm. because I do think that if it had been Brianna, I actually think he would have been okay with that. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know what it is because I felt like I personally was not attracted to her, but I felt like. So much discussion was a, of around her body, and that just made me feel kind of gross. Yeah. I because mean, I was just like, you know, he kept saying, I have to have this initial attraction. Like, I need this attraction. Like, I want a honeymoon baby. Like, um, I just. He is all over the place. It was just a lot. It was a lot. And so once yeah. she got down the aisle, um, I saw his face and I was like, I don't think this is going to work out. Mm. I mean, yeah, I think she'd be a great guy for, I mean, a great girl for a different guy. Well, and honestly, it's not even like, I don't even want to give him that much credit because it's like, I knew it wasn't going to work out because he's an awful person. (laughs) So let me just state Mm. that. Um, Because even in their vows, there was this such a mismatch between, you know, she's saying, you know, I'm Christ conscious, I'm passionate, intentional, I had a 200 meter dash record. 
And then he's saying, I like nice things. I want to build an empire. Uh, I want a big family. I'm a dreamer. And I was just like, this is not connecting. If I hear in my spouse's vows that he likes nice things. Yeah. What? I mean, the part that got me about his vows is when, like, she said her vows, and her vows were, like, pretty neutral, but, like, definitely fit her. Mm-hmm. And then in his vows, I, like, felt like they were, like, super ambitious, like, things he couldn't live up to. Yeah. And he never and, looked at her throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And specifically, he said, I'll love everything about you no matter what it is. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Like, why would you write that? And then, like, I know as he's reading it, like, you don't love every, you can't love everything about her. And you can't love, and that's just not feasible, period. Like, even in good relationships, like, you're not going to love everything. Like, this sounds like a fairy tale. I was like, this is immature. Yeah, that's what, yeah, I was like, this is super ambitious of his vows for you to say to a stranger who you've never seen. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know, again, made me uncomfortable. Yeah. And I guess... After the vows with them, they went to talking, and <sighs> he started talking about his his ex fiance very quickly. Well, even before that, like I felt so bad because he said, "Oh, you look beautiful," and then he was like, "You have." And then his talking head, he says, "She has a nice shape," which we all mm-hmm. knows that means she has a fat ass, which he actually says later on. He did. He seemed very focused on her ass, and I bet she got that because she was a track star, and you know, right? Like she went to like two hundred meter dash. Like that explained her body. Period to me, because I was just yeah. like, I mean, she has some strength. But then they start talking about the tattoos, and then she says they both specifically. Have that he had a tattoo, yeah, uh, with matching tattoos yeah. with his ex. Yes. Last year, me and my ex got our names tatted on us. Is what Before he said. Before we didn't get married. <laughs> and so she just has this deflated look on her face like, oh. Um, and then he says that the last relationship was a few months ago. And mm-hmm. then they start talking about dogs. And he says, my ex had a dog. He had a Yorkie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. note is like, he really wants to talk about this. Like He wants to he- talk about the ex. Because she noticed the tattoo looked fresh, and she was like, oh, what'd you get a tattoo of? And he was like, oh, it's a cover-up that I got this week of my ex's name. <sighs> yeah, a lot to unpack there. So then they... Then he he asks her what she does. She says that she's an accountant. <laughs> um, he says he's also in finance. <laughs> yes, he said that he <laughs> went to finance school and manager school in Arizona. <laughs> If you guys know what finance and manager school are specifically, yes. which programs those include, please let us know. Please let us know if that's a bachelor's, if that's a certificate, certificate. Uh, if that's just a training program. It sounded to me like he meant University of Phoenix, <laughs> uh, since he literally said, I went to finance school and manager school in Phoenix. <laughs> Yes. I'm gonna assume that's what that was. Um, he said his first check was twelve grand. Um, this was very reminiscent of uh, Michael. Yes, from yeah the other season. I don't remember yeah. his last name. If y'all know Michael though, y'all know who I'm talking about. It's very clear. And it's almost like worse because like I feel like <laughs> Michael, you know, bless him. But I think he was just. I think he just got a little caught up in like just 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 the happenings of the show. Whereas yeah. with Chris, this feels very intentional. Like, 
just you know the 12 grand check um he used to have a big ego but not anymore (laughs) um him and his ex uh he had his friendships as he likes to call it and was missing companionship which is why that's what i was gonna ask did he call them companionships yes he said no he had his friendships friendships Yes. Interesting. Entanglements. Yes. And he was missing companionship. <laughs> That's uh-huh. what he said. He says a lot of things. So much. Um, so that was a really uncomfortable. Honestly, the scenes with him in them are just very uncomfortable. Aside from the scenes with him in them, the scenes with his dad in them really, <sighs> really disgust me. I have multiple notes about his dad talking about her shape. I have that that sick emoji like the one that's green like it's about to throw up like because i just feel like his dad was objectifying her and the other the other groomsmen were also like doing the same thing and Paige, bless her little heart was just somewhere else unaware of these conversations happening but every Mm -hmm. time she moved around everybody was like oh look at her ass look at this and it was really concerning because if i have my best friends my girls there with me talking to him I felt like they didn't, I don't think they really got into him as much as they should have. Like, it, it was, mm. like, the conversation was very light. Like, it seemed like one girl was, like, really like, okay, so you just got out of a relationship. Like, what is this about? Are you healed? Mm-hmm. Um, and he never answered their questions. That's typical. And so when she, when her girls went back to her, I don't think that they told her enough alarming information. Like, I don't think they really yeah. kept it real with her, which is unfortunate. Well, I think he kind of also, like, had ample times where, like, he put his foot in his mouth and just, mm-hmm. like, seemed like a complete ass. Um, so I don't really know if, like, they really had to do much. I think she's being very patient. I don't know if it's warranted. No, I don't think it is. I mean, and honestly, just even going back to his parents, like, his dad and this, him and his his sons will build an empire. And it was just a lot <sighs> The like other it, important thing I noticed about his dad, his dad is still married to his mom and his mom is not saying anything against his dad. Like she's there when these conversations are happening and she is mm-hmm. just on complete hush mode while her husband is, you know, talking about this young lady and saying all these comments that are like really, really slick. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. So mama. Well, it's not even slick, but it was just like, it was very offensive like when he gave that toast or that speech about um god what did he say like he said something about a father's prayer and a second prayer like all these prayers and like I I don't like that they're hiding behind Christianity for their just complete just ickiness like his father is awful (laughs) like it's just like he's not a good man and so when they all sat down, when Paige sat down with his parents and the father says, when Chris comes home, you know, he's going to be exhausted um, and it'll help if you're not argumentative and are able to be mm. intimate with him. You know, he doesn't yes. want it once a month. He's going to want it pretty regular. Like, excuse me? disgusting. First of all, why are you putting sexual pressure on somebody else's wife at their wedding? And she just met him. And then... More recently, Chris is like, I don't talk to my parents about sex, but your dad is over here lobbying for you to have regular sex and for her to be this submissive wife. And maybe that's what he told his wife and that's the way she is. But I don't know. 
it was pretty out of line and it just felt very I was scared for her because I don't even know I always want women to feel safe like in all aspects of life and I just felt like she was in a situation that was like really getting out of hand (laughs) and there was no one there to really rescue her unfortunately yeah I can see that yeah it was a little concerning it's because every time these conversations came up it almost looked like she was like being cornered into these conversations Mm -hmm. she looked very uncomfortable yeah yeah so so I didn't like that so towards the end of the night I guess Chris was getting drunker and drunker and he said some comments about she's got a fat ass not a ass but ass like Mm -hmm. a-z-z really uncomfortable um he said I'm not 100% attracted to her she's beautiful in her own way also, at the dinner, or the like while they were eating during the reception, he's talking about masturbating and asking her if she's on birth control, which I felt like was way out of line. He said contra, uh, what did he say? Contraceptives. Are you on contraceptions? Like, contraceptions. Not- <laughs> contraceptions. Do you have a high sex drive? Like, immediately. Like, those are not even the questions you would ask someone on a blind first date. Well, and that's where I kind of look at Paige like, girl, what's going on? Because (laughs) there is no man in the world that is going to disrespect me like that. Yeah. I felt bad, though, because she was like, he's so attractive and handsome and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, if only you could see what he's saying about you, because... Well, and that's why I have to think, like, is it naivete? Like, is she just young? Because, like, she just was... She's just been taking a lot to say it's just day one of the marriage. I think she is praying about it as she goes and biting her tongue in the meantime. So we are finally caught up on the past couple episodes and now we're Goodness. to our current episode, which was episode four. Um, Do you have a lot of notes on episode four? I don't have too many. I have a few notes and mostly about our, our stars. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Stars. Most of mine, all these lines are about them and then I have like maybe two lines not yeah. about them. So I have a few things and I guess I can get started. Um, so this past episode... Uh, all the couples are waking up um, from their marriage night or whatever you want to call it. Um, the honeymoon night? Yes. Well, no, not the honeymoon. I'm sorry. Just the night of, of the wedding, I guess. Okay, yeah. And so um, Virginia and Eric seemed very, um, they seemed very happy. I mean, and again, yeah. like, I can't even really tell. I don't know if she's still drunk um but they seemed very attracted to each other they were you know smooching i will say it's so difficult to hear what they're saying because the music (laughs) on the show the editing is so trash like the music is up so light it's all swanky and r&b and i'm just like i can't understand what eric is saying I, i can't hear him um but i think he at one point says quote i would love to kiss all night and take it to the next level end quote yeah i think they were just like you know having some nice intimate trying to have an intimate moment with the cameras there and uh, (laughs) you know just trying to live their new life um but yeah i think you know they woke up it was pretty pretty standard yeah and i mean i did like that I don't know, like, even when she woke up, like, they seemed, like, very excited. So, like, they're almost, yeah. like, I don't know, they were just very light. Like, it wasn't any, like, sh- like true drama or anything. It was just, like, mm-hmm. you know, we're attracted to each other. We just woke up. You know, it's great. Let's get another drink. Like, it was just, you know, just good times. Um, so I, I wonder okay how many that. drinks he had on the actual wedding day. I would say probably one. 
<laughs> one, maybe two, like one before and one at the reception. That was probably yeah, it. Probably so. Okay, um, that covers them. Yeah. And so then uh, Haley and Jacob. Um, I really love Jacob. I know he's so freaking weird. But he says that he's very attracted to her. He thinks they vibe well. He said that she was putting on her nightgown um, that night <laughs> that they were like getting dressed. He called it a nightgown. I thought that was super cute. Um, And then he, but he also made a point to say that he's not very verbal. And so I think that that's going to be, I think that was a very important statement. Yeah. He said he's more like he's an affectionate cuddler, but he's not very good with like his verbal expressions of love or something. And I think that is so important. And I think the sooner he communicates that to her, the better. Um, Yeah. He also made a statement, uh, something about, I guess they asked him about sex or something, and he said, nature will take its course. Typical. I'm not <laughs> quite sure what that means. Uh, you know, Jacob, he's he's just a different kind of a guy, but I believe he's well-intentioned in this situation. I yes, I agree. Um, I mean, I guess we should give the overview of this episode since we didn't really do that. They wake up from their wedding night, and then... They meet the parents, mm-hmm. and then they go on the honeymoon. Um, is yeah. basically the gist of what's happening with each couple. Um, so yeah. some of the co- conversations with the parents aren't that intriguing. We will skip those. Um, yeah, and even um, when they I, get to Vegas, there were a couple of notes because I did have some things about um, Ryan and Clara. Okay, let's go to um, them. If you're so, done with Jacob. Yeah, so I'm done with Haley and Jacob. I noticed that with Ryan and Clara, like, she was talking a lot, um, like, that night and, like, early into the morning. And I think he made it a point to say in his talking head that he likes quiet time. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, yeah. I just yeah. thought that was really interesting. I think he's super introverted. Even when they, like, introduced him and he was just, like, at his house doing stuff on a schedule by himself, mm-hmm. I was like, you're you're pretty regimented. Um and she just seems like a little bit like more wild and lax, not quite at Virginia level, but just like a, a high energy kind of person mm-hmm. who could be like draining after a while. <laughs> yeah. Draining after a while. Oh, I did want to say about Jacob when he met the parents for lunch again, he talked about his <laughs> his diet and his home improvements yeah. after he just talked to them the day before at the wedding about the same thing. Her mom yeah. looked very patient. Her dad said she knows how to cook steak very well. And, you know, it was more of the same old, same old. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that pretty much sums up Jacob. Like, you know, the house, the sauna, <laughs> the beach, and then the meat. Jacob bought eggs. a house and had a pool. He turned it into a beach. He yeah. has a sauna <laughs> yeah. now. Which I honestly like. The sauna sounds amazing. I love a good sauna. I love a miss sauna. It. So I, that's the one thing I miss about the gym is the sauna. Yes, like the big gyms. Yes, mm. I miss it it's so much. It's been years. Um, so yeah, so then, oh my gosh. Have we, we talked d- about Claire and Ryan. We talked, yeah, that we're, are oh, we, we back? Talk about at- Brianna and Vincent. <laughs> okay, we I'm going to say about- we're back at the, the danger couple already. Okay, so Brianna <laughs> and Vincent. Um, so we see his family. Again, we still not seen any parents. These were cousins. Are his parents in the U.S. or are they not? in the u.s that's a great question i don't know that's he did mention them before but i'm a little unclear on the details i thought he said that people were here and they brought everybody over but 
on this episode, I know he said like his grandma had gotten, she right. had a heart attack. Yeah. And I think she might still be in the Dominican. Um, I know he goes there. He said like a couple times a year, at least once a year. So mm-hmm. he still has some family there. I'm just not sure if it's his actual parents. Yeah, I couldn't really tell. Uh, we met with his cousins and they basically just asked her, what are you bringing to the table? And I was just like, girl, this is an engineer. She built the table. So I don't even mm. really know what we're, what we're talking about here. Yeah. Um, they did say that he's like a workaholic or something. And they did say know. he has a temper somewhere Those are deep cousins. down in there. I was like, girls, this, these are your cousins. I mean, who knows? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I was a little concerned when they said when he gets mad, he gets like very mad. I was like, what does that mean? Is that a precursor? Or well, like- but then when they came back around and she asked him about it, he was just like, I don't know what they're talking about. So I was just like, that's exactly hmm. what a crazy person would say. <laughs> I was like, that's <laughs> weird. <laughs> Because then something's gonna happen, and she could be like, "That's what they were talking about." I don't know, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah. So, oh God, we're back to Chris and Paige. Yeah, I guess Vincent met with Brianna's people, and it was pretty chill. Her best friend was there, her mom was there, and it was her sister was there. Mm-hmm. Nothing really to report. You haven't missed a thing there. No, nothing. <sighs> back to. Paige and Chris which this is just such a I, I'm hoping this is really truly just the, the way they're editing it but it seems like these people are carrying the show with yeah. the, their drama they're the only couple with like a lot of drama mm-hmm. it's the um, Chris and Paige show at this point it's the Chris and Paige show featuring the four other couples yeah um I don't know if you want to start you want me to start because we can start with when they woke up it was just pretty <laughs> oh. <laughs> You can start. You know, zero to a hundred <laughs> with them. Oh my god, you start. Uh, okay, so I didn't capture them first waking up, but anyway, they woke up right, and they he said he was gonna go downstairs to get the menus for brunch, and that was like at eight fifty. Paige says, and I trust her. She's dressed with her jean jacket on and ready to go for the day, ready for him to come back with the menus. <laughs> He's missing for two hours to go downstairs. He magically appears and she's like, uh, you know, what's up? What's going on? And he's like, well, what happened was I had a panic attack, uh, when I went down there and she's like, you know, she tries to be very comforting. She moves chairs and goes to sit on the couch with him and tries to like put her hand on his, on his leg or on his knee to like reassure him. Like you can talk to me. And (laughs) Basically, what he says out of his mouth is, I... Out of his mouth. (laughs) Out of what he says out of his mouth that she's trying to come for him after his quote-unquote panic attack. I'm not one to judge. I wasn't there. They didn't show that. I I didn't see it, so... We don't really know what happened. He was just missing. Panic attack. Y'all just y'all just Google idiot everything. Just be like, you know what? I had it. So what he was saying, what he told her as she was comforting him is, I'm just not feeling attracted or something of that nature i didn't write down the quote but he said something to the effect of i'm just not attracted to you at this point mm-hmm. yeah. and that's when she goes into her what did you call it i call it the itm like the in the moment thing oh i call I it like a talking head <laughs> a talking head or itm you'll hear us say both of those i guess yeah um she goes into that and she's like well we had a they had some sex the night the wedding night actual night you know and then they had some sex the next morning before he went down <laughs> to get the menus for brunch 
And so she's very confused because she's like, well, I don't understand why you're saying not attracted to me. We just had sex twice in the last 12 hours. And this doesn't make sense. Um, so this is where I kind of was really confused about Paige because mm. she made a statement um, once he said that I'm not attracted to you. Um, because he said, on paper, you're everything I need, but I'm not attracted to you. And so she made the statement of saying, you've already formed this opinion about me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really understand that because he hasn't formed an opinion about you. Like, he's formed, like, it's not an opinion. It's how he feels. Like, he's not attracted to you. Like, that's not an opinion. And so it almost it felt like she was like deflecting or like not hearing him when he said i'm not attracted to you mm. because she moved forward with you've already formed this opinion about me the experts matched us for a reason we should just see it through and i'm like but you're not but he's not attracted to you so i think for me the concern that i have about this couple just period is that i feel like he's telling her and being honest with her about how he feels you know negating the sex that they had because i mean he's just like look let me just see if i can have sex with this girl let's just see what happens here but i feel like he's saying i'm a trash human being i am not attracted to you um maybe this can get better and i feel like she's kind of going along with that and i don't know if that's wise like if a man were to sit here and tell you i'm not attracted to you even though I just had sex with you, I'm just really not attracted to you. Like, how would you feel? Like, would you still be, you know, in it for the long haul? Or would you be like, I think we need to part ways? Now, see, I would part ways because I'd be like, I'm not about to go through this with you. Where, right. like, you want to have sex with me, but you're also saying you're not attracted to me. Right. And this games. reminded me of another one of our couples. Do you know which one I'm talking about? <gasps> I think I do. Oh, okay. I can't remember her name, but uh, it was Luke and um. Oh my God, I forgot Luke. That girl's Luke name. and her. Yes. Yeah. So forgot her name. God damn it. This was very, very reminiscent of Luke. The only difference, said, yeah, because Luke said he felt disgusted. Yes. There was a couple of strong parallels. So if you haven't seen the other seasons, on one of the seasons, there's a guy named Luke. I really liked him. He didn't come off to come off as a jerk to me mm-hmm. as quick as Chris did. Um, but Luke and his wife, you know, he had this whole sexual relationship with her that was a secret and didn't want anybody to know. Mm -hmm. And he was like doing intimate things with her, but then telling her, like, I felt, uh, disgusted or repulsed by you, I think is what he said, (laughs) repulsed. And this, this poor girl, um, I apologize. You can't remember your name. Yeah, I'm sorry. This poor girl, she... I mean, you could just see, like, in her face how broken she was and the effort she was trying to put forth with him. Um, and she wasn't really do. She wasn't, like, a bad girl. I think she was just, like, not his type. Yeah, and that was – and that's interesting. Like, those are the parallels here because that guy, Luke, he told the experts, like, look, I don't really date white girls. Like, I – it's literally like the United Nations. Like, I date a lot of diverse people. My last ex was black. Like, he told them that. And so they paired him with this, like – this blonde girl and he was, was just a like or a yeah and he was just like okay like this isn't really what i naturally you know i usually go for and i find the similarities are happening with chris where he's like okay this isn't really what i'm going for i'm trying to have sex with her it's not working 
you know, and I feel like in this instance, I actually, I actually liked Luke just because I felt like, I don't know. He didn't come off as such a, as a complete asshole as Chris was coming off. I'll say that. Like yeah. he was an asshole, but it, it wasn't this strong. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that strong. I think Luke's asshole side came out like probably halfway into the season and Chris mm-hmm. has met you at the door. Yes. Uh, um, yes. But I think with Luke and we need to figure out this girl's name. Um, <laughs> but, but Luke and her had met before because Luke was hosting some speed. Kate, thing. Kate, Kate, Kate. Okay. Poor little Kate. Um, yeah. He had met her before. And, you know, he met her before and obviously didn't try to go for her. So imagine his surprise when she's at the end of the aisle. Mm, I can totally see that. That's true. That's but, true. you know, he that. really tried to save a lot of face in the show and not come off as a complete dick. Yeah. Chris puts his mouth, I mean, puts his foot in his mouth probably 20 times each each episode. He just says things. Yeah. So then we get to the family brunch. Uh, Paige still meets with his family um, to discuss. uncomfortable. Can we talk about that seating arrangement really quick? Yes, let's. Okay. (laughs) So, man. One of the things that really perturbed me about the seating arrangement, so they're in a booth, like a round booth, kind of like everybody has to slide in. And everybody is like, you don't have two sides. It's just one-sided slide-in booth. And so... Um, the booth we were going to go from left to right is Chris's dad on the outside part, then Paige, then Chris's aunt, and then Chris's mom on the other mm-hmm. outer part. Yeah. So Paige is sitting between his aunt and his dad, which we've already established his dad has said he's nasty gross. things. Yeah. He's, he's a creep. And his aunt, I don't even know. Like, I don't know. Again, his mom is just very far removed and mm-hmm. not really... Not really like taking Paige under under her wing like I would expect a mother in law to be like, oh, okay, let me let me straighten him up for you or Correct. you know what's going on or whatever. So that was already uncomfortable. And Paige was sitting as far away from his dad as she could. Um, there was a noticeable space there. But yes, yeah. I mean she was just like, look, I'm I don't want to be here any more than y'all do, and I definitely don't want to be sitting next to this creepy man. Um, so she he was leaning starts, into her too. Yes, he was. He was. He was definitely leaning into her. And so they start off the conversation with her asking them how they felt about last night. <laughs> just even that language. <laughs> I'm just like, my God. Um, and so the dad, of course, says gorgeous, gorgeous. Everything was gorgeous. <laughs> You're gorgeous. <laughs> He's um, a filthy old man. Yeah. So then she says that they've already hit a few bumps in the road. Um, and they're and like, the dad, oh no! Yeah, What's oh no! Oh my gosh! And he's like, is no, it a bump in the, is it a bump in the road or a fork in the road? And she's, she should have said fork, girl. So then she proceeds to tell them that they shared a moment, which means sex. And so there's a silence, and Chris's dad is like, "What are you saying?" <laughs> like he doesn't know. Like he doesn't know. <sighs> I just, okay. I don't even know where to, how to continue, honestly. Yeah. Because this like, conversation it was, a, was tough. Yeah. She was very honest and she was like, it was a bump. We had a moment last night and this morning. And then she proceeded to tell them the same things we just told y'all about him saying that he had a panic attack and wasn't attracted to her. Mm-hmm. And then his family's response, I think his dad had the first response as typical. And he was kind of, you know 
surprised, I guess, that his son was not appreciating her body. And <laughs> well, yeah, he was just like, I mean, this is shocking. You know, he was like, I mean, we think you're beautiful. You know, you're beautiful. I, I thought the attraction was there. Yeah. And he says, you're my type for a daughter-in-law. Like, right. you're my, like, you're my type. For a daughter. For a daughter in law. I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> sir. Let's just take it back. So then his mother says something just completely disgusting. Um and ask her if drinking was involved. You know, did he have a drink, you know, before y'all had sex and Because that would make him have sex with you twice and not like you. And because that would make it okay. You know, that would make it acceptable. Mm-hmm. So that was a really uncomfortable Victim moment shaming. as well. Yeah, that was really uncomfortable. Um, so then, you know, they basically wrap it up and say, well, we think you're an amazing woman on paper and off. And, you know, we think you're great and you're beautiful and you're gorgeous. And a whole bunch of gaslighting and just really despicable behavior. It was a lot of rah, rah, rah to yeah. try to encourage her to stay with their son. This trash man. <sighs> yeah. Um. So then what happens next is he runs into his parents and he's like, oh, he's all chipper. How was how was brunch with Paige or whatever? And dad confronts him very off off the bat. And he's like, man, she told us like y'all had two moments, two good moments. Chuckle, and chuckle, she chuckle. never said good. She never said good. So. I didn't think so either. I thought maybe I missed that. But OK, no. glad you confirmed that. Yeah. So his dad ask him about it you know what happens and you see chris kind of clam up instantly like he looks Mm -hmm. like a kid that's just been caught with a cookie that he shouldn't have um and because i guess specifically because they're asking him about sex you know he Mm -hmm. sounds like he's never said the word sex in front of his parents like (laughs) like he doesn't say bad words in front of his parents they don't know anything about his life and he like becomes a little bit defensive but he does elaborate to them more than he did initially to her Mm mm-hmm um and so i guess then after the, i don't know if you recall anything else from that scene before he goes um, and talks to her yeah so that scene um i actually at first i was kind of conflicted about this scene because mm-hmm. you know just being from you know louisiana i'm just like i would never i would never talk to my spouse's parents about our sex life so i kind of was taken mm-hmm. aback um but then at the same time you know to play devil's advocate she is in a very unsafe situation. So I feel like telling someone, you know, I'm in this, you know, this relationship that is proving to be very um, emotionally abusive. Um, I need to tell people what's going on. So like I kind yeah. of so I, I see both sides because on one hand, I'm like, wow, like you just told them they're y'all having sex. I mean, that's crazy. But then on the other hand, this is not a normal relationship. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. I felt, and then he, and then so, uh, so to your point, when he comes back to her, you know, he says something about some sort of Chicago code <laughs> where they don't talk <laughs> about um, sex to their parents. Where Paige has, <laughs> Paige has never mentioned that she's been to Chicago, lived in Chicago, <laughs> knows anything about Chicago. She has not mentioned Chicago. Yeah, and so apparently, there's the Chicago code where you don't you don't say those things to the parents. Yeah, Chris all of a sudden is super tight-lipped with sex, and he says he has privacy, and you know, mm-hmm. the, the although the, the trust has been um, has been disbanded, 
Yeah, she broke his trust because she told his parents they had sex, and he didn't think that anybody would know they had sex after their wedding night, apparently. I don't know. I was a little confused <laughs> about Well, like, and then he got upset about you talking to your guy friends about me, because apparently she asked her friends, I guess, for advice on, you know, hey, this man is having sex with me and is utterly not attracted to me. How does that work? Um... And so he was just like, I really wish you wouldn't talk to your friends about our sex life. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I also would like to mention that he was crying before was this he conversation. Though? He just put his head down. I didn't see any tears. <laughs> he was sniffling to himself. Girl, okay. Before this. And I was like, why are you crying? He's, He's about to go not off on her. crying. This okay. man is a Was he crying when he came back from the panic attack? Girl, or no. Was- <laughs> he, he put his head down. He literally just put his head down and... <laughs> I, I just I literally just did that like he's not crying that man is is performing okay so he's uh feeding emotions at this time before he tells her that she broke his trust when you know I don't know if it's based on the editing but I never saw a conversation where he was like look let's keep this private which you know to Luke from the other mm-hmm. season Luke had told Kate he didn't want to tell people about it That's so true. Kate did her best as a wife to not tell people until it became a problem for her mm-hmm. anyways I don't get the impression that Paige and him had the same conversation I truly think on the wedding night Chris was you know having the sex that he wanted to have and enjoying himself and then all of a sudden once it came out you know he backpedaled very quickly yeah yeah I agree yeah so I feel like I don't know. The way they left that conversation was really confusing to me because she said something to the lines of, oh, well, let's just keep going and let's just see what happens. I was like, girl, this is this is not good. Like, there is no reason to continue this relationship at this point. I'm going to hashtag her patient page because homegirl has just like an endless bounty of patience for this man. But she did call him out and say, it seems like you have a lot of problems with a lot of different things <laughs> yes. because he, she didn't want, he didn't want her talking to his parents. He didn't want her talking to her friends. And, you know, all these new rules came out in the course of this argument of like, you know, you shouldn't talk about my sex with your friends. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, my friends, I knew my friends before I knew you. So, yeah, that's true. You know, so yeah. I do feel like she stood up for herself. But again, she did. She's not really like cutting him off in the way that you know, I would expect if somebody's completely disrespecting you at every mm-hmm. chance they get. Yeah. And I mean, he basically said, you know, let's just see what happens. It can't get any worse, which was really just a shitty thing to say. Yeah. And then they got their little baskets to Vegas and they seem to be a bit more on the same page with that. But I don't know. I guess they went to Vegas and so far so good. Yeah. So, so far everyone's in Vegas. They seem to be enjoying their sweets. Um mm-hmm. Uh, I think Jake said something about uh, wanting to go on a romantic excursion. Um, I, I also heard kissing. Did you hear them kiss? In Who? The, Jacob and Haley. Were they like loud kissers? Is that what you mean? Well, no, I heard them just kiss, period. And I was just like, uh. well, this is shocking. Um, I think it was I like think- they, were, they were about to go to bed. because She's like, well, let's get ready for bed. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think I did notice that. But I think they're just like, you know, very like kind of at a comfortable place with each other where he's not really pushing her to like come out of her shell too much. And she's really accepting him. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I thought that was cute. And then, I mean, everyone else, all the other couples are, you know, it's it's fine. Like it's. Yeah. It's unfortunately it really has turned into the Paige and Chris show at this point. So, yeah, we have so much left to cover. 
<laughs> so, um, I don't know where you want to start. I didn't really watch all of Unfiltered because I was a little bit bored with it, but I did watch Couples mm-hmm. Cam. Yeah. So with Unfiltered, usually every every time we have a show, we'll we'll recap Unfiltered. But I think this past couple of weeks has just been difficult trying to recap all the shows and then catch up with unfiltered and it comes on once before the show and then it's difficult to find it after that. So, um, I don't really have much to say about unfiltered this week. Um, couples cam, I watched most of it. I have to say couples cam is very cheesy for me. I was so happy during couples cam. Really? I was, and um, I don't know if you guys have seen Couples Cam, but this was the first time I watched Couples Cam because Tamara made me do it. <laughs> and um, so I thought Couples Cam was kind of like pillow talk on TLC, but it's not at all. It's its very own, like catching up with these past couples. So I was happy because I was seeing people that I haven't seen in a long time. I don't follow any of these couples on social media. I don't like read their Twitters or, you know, any fan pages or anything. So when they're not on the TV, I'm not keeping up with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was the first time where I got to really see a lot of them again and kind of see what was up with them. And I realized like, oh, there were previous episodes that I've missed. They were like doing flashbacks too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can kind of go through the gist of it. I guess there's like 12 couples on couples cam. All yeah, of them weren't yeah. shown this this uh episode this for the new season. Karen and Miles are on a second honeymoon in Cabo. It looks very cute. They seem to be vibing very, very well. Much, much better than the first honeymoon, which was mm-hmm. the production sponsored one. Indeed. Um, Jamie and Doug are moving to Florida. Did you know their kids' names? I don't. <laughs> okay, so this part caught me. So Doug's last name is Hainer. It's I think it's H E H N E R Hainer. Um, and Jamie's name is Jamie, obviously. Um, but they have two kids, Henley and Hendrix. So the girl's name is Henley Hainer, and then <laughs> Wow, Hendrix Hay- Hendrix Hainer. <laughs> that is so interesting. <laughs> Henley Hainer and Hendrix. My goodness, that's a mouthful. <laughs> I know. That was kind of what I got from, like, their segments. But, like, they're basically moving to Florida, and they're going to rent a place for six months and then flip it to an Airbnb. How did you feel about them wanting to move to Florida? Because it's like, you have to be a specific, special type of person to actually want to move to Florida. Florida has a lot of issues, but I'm not sure where they live now. They're in New Jersey. Okay. Yeah, Hmm. they're based out of New Jersey, and then they said they wanted somewhere where they could move to where it's sunny all the time. There are many places that are like that. Um, (laughs) So I'm just wondering, yeah. So I'm just wondering what about Florida really um, stuck out to them. Um, Mm. But I think it's maybe, I think it's South Florida, which, you know, is a very different animal than Mm. Central and North Florida. So I didn't really question it too much. I was just like, okay, next. Um With them, I was like, you know, they're kind of going to do their own thing. But I also hadn't seen them in a long time. So mm-hmm. it seems like they're doing good. I feel like Doug has really, really been good for Jamie. I remember her season. She had a lot of fears going into it. Um, but yeah. she seems very comfortable with him now. And then there was Anthony and Ashley. Are that is that their names? Yes, yes. The whole show, Anthony was on a mission to find some creature who was leaving dead mice on his porch and this is where i kind of had to like take a a step back Um, i couldn't believe that (laughs) i just i just don't really 
I just I just don't really I don't really know what to say about that. So yeah, there's not much to say. But every time they were shown, that was the focus of their segment. I felt a little scarred. Um, I've once come home to a dead squirrel on my uh, <laughs> doormat, and uh, this was when I lived alone. I lived like in a little complex, um, but I lived alone in this little complex, and I was like. W- like WTF, like how am I going to go inside? The squirrel is like here at my doormat and it's dead. Um, so I was a little triggered, but like I got through it. Um, but yeah, that was their whole, their whole segment was him catching this thing. And it, she said it turned out to be the cat, the neighbor's cat. So womp, womp, womp. <laughs> then we have Shawnice and Jeff D who I've Lord. missed. I really love their season. It was a lot of drama. <laughs> Very much so. It was a lot of drama, but I was rooting for them because I felt like he was such a good dude and she was just so rough around the edges and, you know, might still be. Um, but yeah, it looks like they had some in the past couples camp episodes, like they had some falling outs or something. Yeah. Last season, they had a very tumultuous relationship. Um, I remember catching it on a couple of couples camps episodes where... Uh. Um, I forgot the couple. I think it's Christine and I forgot his name. Uh, but they visited Shawnee's and Jepti because um, they were on a road trip, and Shawnee's and Jepti mm-hmm. were like were like arguing the whole time, and it was like really uncomfortable for them. And I think at one point they were living separately, and then coming wow. back together, and then they were talking about divorce. I don't know. They they've had their ups and downs. I'll say. Yeah, they've always been like super hot and cold, even through the course of the experiment. It was real cold. Mm-hmm. The yeah. course of the experiment, um, where it just seems like they're maybe not quite the best match but i do feel like there's a lot of love between them and when they're good they're really good it's just when it's bad it's terrible well do you think they'd still be together if they didn't have a kid well i haven't seen that first couples cam or couples cam last season so i did make a note that i need to go back and watch those and kind of see yeah um this episode they just kind of went on a trip up to some mountain peak and he was driving her if you've ever driven up a mountain you know it's very steep and scary Mm -hmm. she was crying the kid is there she says yeah yeah a lot um and the (laughs) the daughter is named after his mom right i think so laura is it laura yeah yeah her name's laura i think it's after his mom um i can't remember really what happened with her but he discussed it on their season so i'll go back and watch that and i'll let you guys know if i think they would be divorced without the kid (laughs) Maybe. Shawnee is a lot and Jeffy is very almost like he's super chill. But not it's not even like chill. It's like he's just no, very it's like, like almost like a shelteredness to him where he's like, I don't have time for a lot of this this, you know, this drama. Here's the thing though, and I hate to you know, attraction is very important. You know, <laughs> attraction is, you know, there's this whole thing about, you know, you can grow into attraction and stuff. I personally don't believe that. I think that there has to be that initial spark, that initial attraction that makes you, you know, more connected to to your spouse or to that person. So who do you feel like is not attractive in this couple? I don't think that he's attracted to her. Mm. Because I remember on their season he had so many issues with her. 
And like, I just recall it being like, he, you know, it was everything that she did, like just anything, anything that she did, he was like on the complete opposite about, I don't recall him ever being like, she's beautiful or like, Mm. I love this about her. I love that about her. I remember him always coming to us with concerns and complaints. Always coming to us. I remember that he was sleeping on the floor during the honeymoon because he didn't want to have sex with her. And yeah, they were... It was rough. I do feel like I remember at the wedding, she looked one way and the next day she was like back in her bonnet with like no no makeup. It was just very extreme where like, <laughs> you don't know this man. <laughs> like it was, not- I just recall like there's even in the in the opening credits, there is a scene mm-hmm. of her like on top of him at the wedding, I guess dancing or something and his face. It's in the credits like he looked mortified. I think she her past her I think her personality is also a lot for him to deal with because she's yeah. not very calm at all. Yeah, and, and I guess I think, by now I thought they would have like been in like a happy medium, which is why I asked the question like if they didn't even have the daughter, do you think they would still be together? Because I don't think they would. Mm, I so could see I them know. being separate and like co-parenting because they they're no, kind no, of without the daughter. Period. Oh. <laughs> okay okay (laughs) like if she like if they didn't have a kid like would they still be together it's a good question i'm also not sure how long they were married before they had her all that's kind of a blur to me that's true i'm gonna have to look that up because i know it's all about i feel like they might have been married i mean might have been pregnant with her like at the reunion or at the catch-up or something i think so i know it happened very fast because i don't think they've been i think they've been married three years yeah so that might be yeah, she's yeah, she's still like in a pull up or something, or maybe a full diaper. I couldn't tell. Yeah, on so this I don't know. Episode. That's a good question. Okay, so that's Shawnice mm. and Jeffy. They're a fun couple to talk about. Uh, next up, <laughs> the people I have notes on: Amani and Woody. I love Amani. She is so patient again with this man. He is a lot. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know Amani and Woody were on last season. Nola with Karen and Miles. They live down down the block from each other um and they are best friends woody and miles Mm -hmm. um but amani's super sweet i don't know what she really likes about woody (laughs) because she's she's so pure even her voice i'm like girl oh you just seem like you you really like him i don't know why Girl, who knows? He's, I mean, Woody, Woody seems also very crazy about Amani, so I think that's a good match. He just he he has a lot of uh, quirks about him too. Mm-hmm. I think yes. is what it is. But he's well intentioned. He's not like, you know, an ass completely. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see who we have next. Deanna and Greg were on this episode. Mm-hmm. And, and this just the what baby season talk, were they right? from? Oh, that's the Charlotte season with Beth okay. and um, Jamie. So is that season oh. eight? Because I think Iris was on that season as well. Mm, okay. So, yeah, they were talking a lot about their baby. Um, I don't really remember much about their season besides she was super closed off. And now it seems like she's really, like, brightened up to him and mm-hmm. is being a lot more vulnerable. Um which yeah. is good. They're expecting a baby. They had their first ultrasound visit and heard the heartbeat. And they both seem super happy about that. And there was another couple that was shown, but they were kind of walking the dog in the park. Who was that couple? Oh, Jessica and, um, oh my God, I forgot his name. Austin, were, right? Jessica, Jessica and Austin, Austin, yeah. I remember yeah. the dog's name is Rex, but that's yeah, kind of yeah, what yeah. I got from it. Yes, yes. Yeah, because they were walking the dog and talking about 
him going into the National Guard. I'm really confused. Is he not working? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure because I noticed I did like the flashback to him saying he wanted to go into some kind of branch of the military. But I'm not sure. That's another couple I don't really remember super mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And, and I was even in this couple's cam, I was like, we could have left this out. Well, because at the during their season, he was like a sales rep or something. And so now I'm like, so have you just like what's going on? So I guess I needed some more clarity because she's a nurse, like a trauma nurse. Um, so, yeah, I'm just wondering, like, what what the dynamics are with that relationship. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Do you remember anybody else being shown on Couple Scam? Those are the only people I have notes. Yes, yeah, those are the only people I re- really remember seeing because it was a lot of just like, as you mentioned, like the the mouse or the rat, and you know, just kind of bouncing back and forth with Shantice, and yeah, it was just a lot of um, a lot of um, introductory. Like I felt like we got a lot of flashbacks. So I think maybe next yeah. episode we'll get into like the meat of like, you know, the couples. Um, and you can expect the same with us in the next episode. We're covering so much since yes. the first episode. Um, and I'm sure we're forgetting things, and I'm sure the structure is not there. So I feel like by next episode, we'll actually have this down packed. So. Ooh, that's ambitious. I was going to say maybe give us like five chances to like. Whoa. <laughs> no. We're I mean, new I, here. I mean, I would at least like to get it by, by the third episode. I, I think that we'll, you know, we should be there. I mean, five. Okay. Maybe, th- maybe number three. But. Yeah. Like number I'm two, give like myself three. Okay, that's good. I'm gonna be a little more gracious with myself and remember that I'm learning. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> so, but our... yeah, we'll have to recap everybody. So we're done with Married at First Sight. Were you about to say something different? Yes, I was actually gonna segue us into The Bachelor, and I feel like this Woo-hoo! recap, this recap is gonna be a little bit different. I don't think we're gonna be able to go girl by girl because who can no, do that? That's not even part of the plan, right? Um, so I think we'll. In the most recent episode, we'll do like a recap of the group date, um, the individual date, and then the rose ceremonies and, you know, any additional drama. Um, But for this episode, I think we're just going to recap us up to this point, um, just because there's been, what, six episodes of The Bachelor? I don't know how many there's been, but I'm going to let you recap most of this and then like I'll chime in on where we are. Yeah. So really with The Bachelor, I kind of want to spend just a little bit of time kind of just talking about Matt. Oh, goodness. I knew Um, I was going to start with him. Yeah, I really just that's really what I want to focus on here, because, you know, The Bachelor has a history of, you know, basically just choosing, you know, white cis men and women. Um, and they chose, you know, they chose their first black bachelorette, Rachel, in like maybe 2018, I believe. Um, and then, you know, we recently had Taisha, or as Jade says, Taisha? Taisha. Who is Taisha? I don't, know I don't think Taisha I know anybody is. by that name, but I just totally like butchered her name. I'm sorry. We had Taisha, who um, is, you know, she says she's biracial, so her dad's black and her mom is uh, Mexican. And then now we have Matt, who his dad is black and his mom is white. Um, so Why did you say white like that? It was such a proper pronunciation. I mean, white. I don't know. Like, <laughs> he was a very strong white. <laughs> it was a very, very strong. I think I, I think I'm white. trying to like I think I'm saying it as, as how as Matt would say it, to be perfectly frank, because I mean, he okay. is quick to. You know, he's quick to, you know, say he's biracial. He's not black. He's biracial. So, OK with with Matt I had some concerns going into the season 
because mm. I knew that they were going to choose a black bachelor. I wanted it to be a gentleman named Mike uh, Johnson, who mm. was on The Bachelorette um, during Hannah's season, who I find very attractive. Um, and I now follow him. He's one of the only people I follow. He's super cute, but he's, he's also just like... Attractive. But he's very sweet and like he's a, you know, uh, I think he's like some sort of like vulnerability coach or some sort of like emotional coach or something. Um, but he also seems like very just like just like a normal black guy. Like he just seems like really in tune with like his blackness and like his emotions. And I just love it. Um, he seems super cool. Very friendly. Yeah. Like he just seems real cool. I love his fashion sense. Like I just really enjoy him. And so when I saw that they chose Matt, who has never been on The Bachelorette and who was kind of just adjacent and friends with some bachelor people, I was kind of confused as to why they went that route. He's never been on the show? No, never. Oh. Yeah. So it was strange because you've got these black men who have actually been on the show and not even just Mike, but... You know, Tasha had um, Ivan, who was great. And then there were some other black guys from Rachel's season who they had a group of people they could have chosen from who had actually been on the show. So mm-hmm. for them to choose Matt was just really interesting to me. And then after the heels of Tasha, okay, now we have another biracial person, which is fine. But... Mm-hmm. To me, it's like, so are we are we scared to get like a black like a like just a black man? Like, is it is do we not just want a black man? Like, it seems like we have this trend now of two biracial people back to back. Um, that's very interesting to me. But then on the flip side, it also makes me think of does ABC The Bachelor just want a specific type of black person? Mm. Because it seems like if you had a Mike Johnson in here, there. are you can only try him so much. You know what I'm saying? Like there are certain yeah. things that he's not going to just really allow versus you have a Matt James who is seeming to be, I don't know. seems like he's, I, I don't really know how to describe him. Matt seems to be like, okay, comparing Mike to Matt. And I'm only saying this cause I now, like I said, I follow Mike. Um, mm-hmm. And have a bit of a gist of his personality. I've looked at some of his stories and things. Um, but Mike seems a bit more of like vivacious, personable. Mm-hmm. And Matt seems, although he has like a high energy, he seems a bit more toned down, kind of like people pleaser. Yes. Um, and so easy, yes. more easily workable. And even throughout this show, you see him getting worked by these girls. Mm, getting worked. <laughs> and <laughs> he's just so like... I don't know. He's not very strong in himself, I guess. No, he has no personality. Like you can Mm. easily get a number on him and kind of just run right over him. And because he is getting worked by these women. Yeah, he's getting worked by these girls. And I'm thinking work by production. I've talked to some people about it. And they tell me production can pick some of these girls. And I don't think he's really they're saying he's like making choices. But who was Mm -mm. that girl last season? Uh, Claire. Oh yeah, I feel like yeah. Claire was making a lot stronger choices yeah. than Matt. Was. Claire was working them. <laughs> yeah, Claire was like, "I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that." Blah blah right. blah. Whereas Matt is just like, "Oh, I'm just happy to be here. You know, cool. Y'all want to do this? Cool. Like production's handling this whole season. Matt is just in for the ride. He's in here. For I the wonder. Face. I wonder if he's being softer though, so that he won't like ruin the potential for other black men to be bachelor. Like if he comes soft too strong, they'll never have another one. 
God. And I mean, honestly, that that you have a point because I hear him in these podcasts and he actually sounds much better in the oh. podcast like he actually sounds like a really nice guy which is why i'm so confused because on the podcast he seems like a really nice guy a really cool guy but then on the show he's choosing and vibing with these women who have some really racist past and some problematic tendencies mm. and so i just don't know what that's about like literally this past episode uh this girl rachel got a date um where she like they went and tried on a whole bunch of clothes and stuff there's this oh, whole there's this whole gorgeous. TikTok about her liking racist um, photos on Instagram and being Ooh. at some racist Halloween parties and her parents are MAGA and like <gasps> scandalous. So it's a whole bunch of shit. And so he apparently had an interview with I think Entertainment Weekly or Entertainment Tonight and was just like, oh, you know all the girls have their own story to tell and I don't want to tell it for them. And you know, the truth will come out and I'm just like mad, mad. Mm. So I don't know what's going on, but the types of women that are getting a lot of uh, screen time are not good women. Mm. And it seems like the women who are really good women who also happen to be women of color are kind of just being like just background noise, just filler. Like they're just mm. back there. And then these white, you got these white girls up here who are just raising hell and just being super crazy racist and just like problematic. And they're getting all the screen time. And I'm just like, Matt, you have to stand up to these producers and tell them what type of show you want. Yeah. I wish he, I wish I felt like he had more of a backbone, but he seems to just be maybe out of his element because he has never been on the show before. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, definitely. He just seems like he's really at the mercy of, of the people. Yeah, which is really unfortunate. So it's almost hard yeah. to watch because I'm like, Matt, like, stand up. <laughs> like, what are you yeah. doing? Like, it's just so disheartening. And I used to think he was kind of attractive. And honestly, as the weeks go by, mm. that just kind of lessens and lessens for me. He's more attractive in his photos than he actually is, like, in the live. His line is not straight. I can believe that. I can't say I've noticed, but I don't spend a lot of time looking at him. It's not straight. <laughs> okay. So, wait, where are we now with him and the girls? Are we all caught up? I think, yeah, I kind of just wanted to give like a little just background on just like where we stand with Matt and just this whole mm -hmm. season in general. And then next week we can go into like specifics with the gals and stuff, because I mean, there has been a lot of drama that's been happening. Yeah, there's been a lot of drama, I guess, like the big overview or the broad strokes would be there were some girls that came on the first day. And some of them had really strong personalities. This girl, Katie, came with a dildo and carried around the whole night. And then Victoria came as a queen oh, and decided she was going to stick with that narrative. Now, the girl, Katie, got rid of the dildo after the first night. She didn't get rid of it, but we, it didn't appear again. Mm -hmm. It was just very present that one night. However, Victoria continued this, this queen antic and Matt's her king. And, you know, so there's a lot of, like catty drama going on with these girls right. some girls have been eliminated now we have a new set of girls that came in last week is that right yes yes last week a new set of girls that came in last week um 
And I don't know if you want to cover it this week or you want to cover it next time. What are you feeling like doing? Um, you can cover this week. Okay. So basically, I'm not going to cover the format of group dates, solo dates, um, because what I've noticed is all those things don't happen each episode. Sometimes they're all spread out over two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the solo dates from last week that I really liked was Michelle. She's a new girl. Um, initially, I didn't like her, but throughout the date, I felt like they could be a good a good match. Um, there's a lot of additional drama. Someone's an escort, maybe. There's a lot of bullying. <laughs> oh um, these are my notes. There's just so, so much bullying. The escort thing is girls. nuts. I'm like, you, you, I didn't want to say bitches, but you girls are insane. Like, truly. Yes, it's a lot. So apparently there's two girls from Chicago and this girl, MJ, is that right? MJ started this? Yes, yeah. This girl, MJ, who has the most gorgeous hair, um, she, when the new girl came, she started this, this accusation that, oh, that girl's from my town and she runs with all of the, like the ballers. And so she's an escort and that spread around the house because as you know, all these people have is plenty of time to talk. So that spread around the house. And then the other bullying things that spread around the house were... Uh, who was it? Katie and Victoria fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Anna and Ryan, which I have those names down, but no images. Are co- oh, Ryan. Yeah. She's biracial or black. Ryan. Who was Ryan? Ryan. There was this girl named Ryan. Anyways, Ryan said Anna was bullying her. They're roommates, I think, maybe. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, so somebody told Matt that this environment is toxic. And so then Matt felt like he had to do something and, you know, started having a lot of one-on-one time with these people involved in this drama. Um, Starting with Anna, I think, is who Mm -hmm. he got rid of first. And he said, you know, you're not making this a safe space for the other girls, which I can appreciate, but it kind of like became a runaway train. Yes. um, That could have been avoided earlier, I'll say. Um, so he got rid of Anna, saved Ryan. Ryan got a rose. Anna obviously didn't. He asked her to walk her out before the rose ceremony. And then Brittany. Who's Brittany? There's too many girls. Yeah, that's why I was like, I can't, like, I don't even I have another, another note that Brittany is saved. She was in confrontation with somebody. <laughs> and then <laughs> Victoria finally left. If you don't know anything about Victoria, I would encourage you to watch her specifically or watch her highlights because that girl is just horrendous yeah she's pretty awful she's terrible Um, i'm pretty sure she's racist probably and ryan was lobbying to get rid of her to match she was saying you know victoria has made this really bad for me and apparently mj was comparing the new girls to the old girls jay versus varsity yeah that was so i'm just like ladies how old are we like this this is nuts (laughs) like this is like, we're yeah. adults here, so uh, you guys, I mean, and it's honestly, like, this is just how The Bachelor is every season. Like, it's always this, like, catty drama. Um, but I feel like when you involve, you know, people of color, um, you just need to be careful. Yeah. Um, because it can be, you know, when Victoria was, like, really gunning for, was it Marianne or? 
Oh, yeah. It was her roommate. Yeah. Like that felt really sticky to me because it just seemed like she was gaslighting this woman of color and like, you know, like weaponizing her tears. And I just was like, you know what? When you're involving women of color, you need to be really careful (laughs) because it can come across, you know, microaggressions and the like. Like you don't even realize that you're inherently being biased. So um, that's where it gets a little sticky for me. Yeah. It's been super uncomfortable and not easy to watch. Yeah, this Ryan girl looks like she could have some different ethnicities with her, but mm-hmm. she was. Oh, do you one think crime. she has a, a French Creole nationality? <laughs> <laughs> Did you? But he calls it Creole French, right? Don't most people say French Creole? Goodness. Most people just say. Never mind. I was about to say, okay. Most people just say black. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she does, but she yeah, she was another one crying to Matt about what was going on. And so Matt's now trying to take this stance that, you know, this will be a non-bullying zone. And that means everybody's doing damage control to kind of yeah. save their asses. But it's like a little too late for most of them. <sighs> so that's where we are at The Bachelor. Um, they're, you know, group dates and stuff, but. Those are kind of just opportunities for more drama. So most of my notes about this show are in the drama section and not in the actual, mm-hmm. the actual dates. Besides Michelle, she's a teacher, and they oh, have an scavenger hunt. Yeah, I like her, and I liked um, what's her name, Abigail. Oh yeah, I like her too. <sighs> I like Abigail, and then he went on a solo date with uh Kit last or this yeah, week, I guess. I'm not into her. I'm not into her. She's 21 and she just seems really, really young. Not bad, but just like not a good match for him. I'm not even sure how she qualified to be on the show. I guess you have to be 21 to be on the show since there's alcohol. But (laughs) aside from that, she says like her mom is some famous fashion designer. So she's been to a lot of events and stuff, but she just seems still really young to me. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, So yeah, that's... I guess that's The Bachelor. I don't have any other recaps about these people besides these girls are mean. Mm-hmm. And I miss uh, when there were men on the show for Claire <laughs> and Tasha. I did hear that Claire and Dale broke up. Did you hear that? I did hear that. And I was not shocked. Um, <gasps> I was not shocked at all. Like, I you mean, think I, Dale will be a bachelor? I don't think so. Mm. I really don't. Like, I actually, I didn't mind Claire. I mean, she was a little high strung. Um, and I didn't like that she kind of just zeroed in on Dale and like that was it for her like I was like girl this isn't gonna work out and then look here we are Mm. didn't work out because she was talking about having kids and he was talking about moving to New York yeah this was this was weird but I think I might prefer that season because these guys were a lot less catty than these girls I mean there was men drama but there wasn't as much as like this with these characters uh on this this current season i think i called her taisha what i call her taisha Taisha, yeah (laughs) i don't know maybe i was like going with the phonetic spelling i don't know how to spell that girl's name well that concludes our recaps for the week or really for the month because we just recapped like six shows (laughs) or six episodes rather and the next episode will be a lot shorter. Yes. Praise the Lord. So our next segment is going to be our recommendations um, for the week. Whoop, whoop. Um, so this is where we basically just recommend shows that we're watching that may or may not be reality TV. And so mine actually happens to be a reality show. I actually have been watching um, Bling Empire on Netflix. 
uh, one of my best friends recommended this show to me. And initially I was like, I'm not watching that because it just looked like a whole <laughs> bunch of people being rich, you know, closing down Rodeo Drive and oh, I don't know, goodness. shopping. And I was like, I'm not going to watch that. However, I, you know, I stand corrected because I watched the first episode and I was like, this is ridiculous. And then I just kept watching it. And so I love them showcasing a super rich, you know, Asian community in L.A. You know, any type of inclusion and representation, I'm all about that. Yes. And just them them spending all this money. I'm like, people <laughs> are crazy. Um, but, yeah, I'm just loving that show. I love Anna. I do not like Christine. Oh, um, Anna is a spirit animal. I love Anna. I love her and I love um randomly the girl who was pregnant with the guy oh, who didn't I want to marry her. her. I don't know yeah, what her name her, is, but I was really into her. The guy's name is Jesse, I know, because I was like, that's not <laughs> like <laughs> I think she was is it Cherie? Or, yes yeah. yeah her name was like her name was like Monchery and the girl's like Jador yeah. yes I was really into her because I think she was like a k-pop singer at one point and I was just like I yeah. love you so yeah I'm She's really into super her sweet. she was super sweet I don't really care for any of the main men like I don't really care for who's the gay one what's his Kane. name I don't really care for him oh my goodness I don't know it's too okay. much for me but overall I recommend the show I, I love it I think it's super cute okay um, I also liked Bling Empire. If you can't tell, I watched the entire <laughs> season. Um, Kane and Kevin were my favorites. Kevin just because he was, you know, the most relatable character to someone who's not rich. Um, but yeah, those are my favorites. Also, side note slash recommendations. Since I've watched this, Netflix has been serving me similar shows. Um, one called Singapore Social, which is the socialites oh. are based in Singapore. And there's another <gasps> new one called made in mexico with mexican people i'm not sure if they're in mexico still or if you know it's just mexican people being highlighted um i haven't watched it yet but made in mexico and singapore social have come across my timeline so i'm gonna get into those eventually yeah i may have to try made in mexico that sounds exciting yeah i think it was just women in the thumbnail so i don't know if it's just like bad badass women in mexico or like Mm -hmm. what the deal is i haven't seen the trailer or anything but interested my actual recommendation for this week is marrying millions (laughs) it's a lifetime show and um they just came back on January 27th, so it looks like they took a mid-season break. Mm-hmm. It's basically showcasing couples who are financially mismatched. One person is poor. <laughs> not poor. <laughs> oh Poor-ish. One person is wealthy and one is not, I'll say. Um, and some of them have other differences, such as age. Like, there might be an older... There's an older man on the show with a girl who's, like, 22. And there's an older woman who's, like... 50 maybe with a guy who's also in his 20s oh i think um, i i think i know that couple is she like blonde and like she's like a career woman or something he's just like i don't even know what he does no she her name's noni she has gray hair and i think it's dyed gray i don't think it's like true gray oh okay no that's not her and he was like homeless like skater guy God. and his family is going to disown him because she can't give him kids <laughs> Um, so a lot of drama there, but also really, really good show. Um, if you wanted to start it, I would say definitely start it. You'll be 
probably addicted to it, you know. <laughs> well, I actually caught it the other night. <gasps> you did? I'm so surprised. So there's a black couple. Um, yes. The black woman. Is she wearing contacts? Which, which black couple? Tell me some more information. So she's got like a whole bunch of hair. Uh, apparently the she bang? Was, yes. Okay. Yes. So. Apparently she was like at a non, she worked for a nonprofit at one point. Oh, and he woman. apparently cheated on her. Okay. So this <laughs> couple, I'm going to recap it really quickly for you guys. Cause I mean, I feel like we might be here with each other long term. So I'm going to invest in this relationship with you guys um, very quickly. So that couple she's talking about. The man's name is Rodney, and the woman's name is Desiree. <laughs> and Desiree does have a lot of hair and a very strong bang. Yes. And Rodney, so I think the whole thing was she was living in L.A. Yes. yes. And he was living in D.C. He owns a wine company. Um, and she has, you know, remained abstinent through the course of their dating relationship, which I think has been like two or three years. And he's pressured her for sex on every occasion they've been together. Um, and I guess somehow it came out that she asked him, you know, have you been with anybody since we've been dating? And he was honest and said, yes. Didn't tell her any other details, just yes. And one interesting part of the season, his mom met Desiree. Desiree dressed in a very revealing outfit, which <laughs> Rodney's mom is like old school, traditional Christian. And Rodney, <laughs> Rodney has an interesting personality as well. He, um, <laughs> he really does. When I first met Rodney, I was really confused and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Rodney seems very confused, but, um, he, you know, he saw what Desiree was wearing and he was like, you going to wear that when you meet my mama? And she was like, what's wrong with the accent? <laughs> He's kind of country too, but, um, she was like, what's wrong with this? And like, she had like her, a lot of cleavage, like a lot of breasts showing and his mom is a good Christian woman. And he knew that his mom would not like that. And so when his mom was doing her ITM or her talking head, she was kind of like, I'm waiting on Rodney to tell me the truth. <laughs> um, because <laughs> she said, I'm waiting on him to tell me the truth. Because I don't know if this is the kind of person that he actually wants to be with. And what I've noticed oh, no. is when everybody talks about Rodney and his relationships, they always refer to use like a very non-binary pronoun, such as like the, a person. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> They do. It's true. And, you know, I don't think the thing is like if he if he is non-binary or not. I think the thing is, it seems like this couple is not like truly into each other. Like she yeah. says she wants yeah. to be with him, but she's not they're not in a sexual relationship at all. Um, but she wants like everything he has. He bought a house and she was saying like, uh, you bought me my you bought me a house. And he was like, no, I didn't. He's very <laughs> opposed to her like claiming his things and you know i don't know if it's because she's denying his sexual advances he says he's had to try to have sex with her so i don't know if she's not attracted to him or what the deal is it's this an is, interesting this, mix this is so interesting i think we all need to run to the tv and watch the show <laughs> i did not know this was happening <laughs> it's good i don't know what the deal is i feel like even if you know he was non-binary or bi it wouldn't be create this level of like frustration in the relationship right, where they're right. not not advancing you know but she wants to know now she wants to know who he cheated on her with so that's where oh we're at this God, season girl. it's this really really good madness i recommend 
I'm so glad you guys were able to hear us for the first time. If you're still here with us, we thank right. you so much from the bottom of our hearts for, you know, just kind of hearing our, our views, um, the good, the bad, and the ugly about these people that they're putting on the TV screen. We do realize these are not people's, you know, most genuine character. There's editing involved and that kind of thing. So please mm -hmm. take our opinions with that in mind. Yes. Um, and please keep in mind that all of our opinions are our own. You know, if you do not agree with us, that is totally fine. Uh, yes. We're just speaking from our experience and from our watching taste. So thank you so much for joining us. Our next episodes will not be this long. We promise. Yes. <laughs> so we have another episode coming out in two weeks. In the meantime, if you want to reach us, we have an Instagram account. Yay. It's not just reality. T spelled out T E A. Um, we also have a Gmail, not just reality podcast at gmail.com. So we're looking forward to, you know, hoping to have some subscribers, some followers. Yeah, you know, please subscribe or, you know, follow us or however you want to get to us. You know, please, you know, we're building this platform from the ground up. So however much you can support us, that would be wonderful. Yes, and we're excited to see who is interested in listening to us. I don't know if we ever thought right. people want to hear us. I guess we did because we made a podcast, but we'll see who those people are. So <laughs> we're super, super excited. Thank you guys so much. And we'll talk to you at the next episode thank you guys bye bye